0: is the lifting and laughing podcast with your hostess that got the mostest the man with the plan the cat with the hat it is owen the chief of banter murphy and introducing his co-host for the morning it is the absolute butcher of bureaucracy the master of disaster it is Phil the Duke of High Connolly. How are
1: things? How are things? Folks, like, he tells me that this isn't scripted, but (laughs) I reckon he's up most of the night thinking about this intro (laughs) every week.
0: (laughs) What I do with that stuff is just, I, I only can do it off the cuff and mm. um, like the, I I had something else instead of butcher of bureaucracy but butcher came and just within seconds what rhymes with butcher nothing really so uh, two, I got two B's what's that I'll
1: take it I'll take it. I hope it doesn't stick now mind you but I'll take it anyway and yeah, for this no, morning when you heard that Phil's new name the butcher <laughs> of bureaucracy <laughs> yeah the mind is Duke of I, Jinx, Nansen's nonsense the butcher Didn't <laughs> sense maybe if i transition to crossfit i'd be called a butcher maybe maybe yeah
0: so Um, little disclaimer to all the folks i am in my kitchen doing this recording mm -hmm. so if the sound is better or worse please let us know because we're trying to find a way to get my quality up to the level of fills in relation to the audio that is and we're in a much more space down here in the kitchen i have the mic closer to my face Phil said it seemed better so hopefully that's the case I just can't be too loud because I'll blow some eardrums.
1: <laughs> I'm really hoping that we get an introduction from Will running in and screaming and and throwing a bit of chocolate at you or something just just to leave it up leave this up halfway through.
0: <laughs> it's unlikely as he's in his high chair but possible because it is only a matter of time before he learns how to get out of it. Uh, he's a good man he's a good man. Come here how has the week been? Week's been not too bad now I have to say. we mm. yeah, It's a Saturday so we, we didn't get around to um, recording yesterday. It's quite a busy week. Bernadette had a few appointments. She even had a presentation for a, a course she's doing even mm. though she's on maternity leave. She had started the course and um, I think uh, before she went on maternity leave and said she'd just finish it out so she was kind of uh, quite busy with that then she had her NCT yesterday and then poor wee Molly Delish had a rash yes all week so we she brought her into the doctor yesterday evening so and we were kind of running around like headless chickens just making sure and the the brood was well looked after Um, Mm and and yeah I'm sure EMF stuff happened during the week as well Um, (laughs) and trying to remember that as well yeah Um, yeah, no, it was it was it was a good week. It was a good week now. Very little sport on this weekend, I must say. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I I have nothing to anchor in my my Saturday or my Sunday. So you're, you're
1: telling that. me you didn't watch the United match? How dare you?
0: Well, here's the thing. It's like, okay, we had um, PSG and we had Bayern Munich on Tuesday night. Then mm-hmm. we had a bit of Liverpool delish and Real Madrid on Wednesday night. And by the time it rolls around the Thursday, you want to be a serious soccer fan to keep that going. And, and all, all the reports I was hearing that geez, that Granada manager won't stay there at all. He's flying. He's flying. He'll be gone out in there now. And I was like, didn't even know Granada were a team. I'd say about Truth. Who so will they relax? Who <laughs> will they relax? So, um, and the Premier League was on last night as well. So I would mm-hmm. just, you need to, I say that with rugby. I can only watch two games in a row. I cannot watch more than three because it's just and that you get tested on the last day of the Six Nations when they do have the three in a row.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm a, like I'm a soccer fan and I don't even watch. I like I watch snippets of games. You know, like I'll just jump back and forward or I'll I'll I'll, I'll play, I might watch the highlights of that game. But when it comes to United, I try and get as many games as I can in um, with the schedule that we have. But poor Tottenham drew two all with everything. Oh, it's poor poor result for them. Look
0: there. And did they lose to Man United last weekend?
1: We won't, we won't mention anything like that, just not to rub it in anybody's faces or anything. Yeah, that's, that's
0: <laughs> Well, the the issue with the sport now for me, and um, we'll try not to spend too much time on this. I know how mm-hmm. people love sport, but there are other podcasts for that. Yes. The channel conundrum is, is always an interesting one because yeah. sometimes the rugby on Virgin, sometimes it's on air. And then sometimes it's on BT, the odd time it'll be on Sky Sports, and you're like, look here now. Mm-hmm. There was no package short of a million quid a month that I could get all those channels <laughs> or have mm-hmm. them all. And God God bless the, the the pirate police that are clamping down on the old dodgy links, like you know, mm-hmm. they're not what they used to be. So um sometimes my sport is dictated by what my channel, what channels I do have. Yeah. Um, and, and even though I'm a massive fan of the UFC and it is on tonight, the last time I stayed up and watched the UFC was McGregor Aldo. <laughs> That's a while ago. So That's what, four years, three years? At least. Um, yeah. I just can't do it. I just can't. Like, this is before kids as well. And um, It's like four o'clock. It's not quite today. It's not quite tomorrow. It's just, it's in the world of you don't sleep this weekend. Tight. Yeah. Black so hole time. I usually try and watch it on, it on a link the following day and try not to look at my phone, especially if it's a big card. Um, so I can't even remember the card tonight, but there's, I think there's one or two fights. So it be something to keep an eyeball on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going um, mark, tell, do tell.
1: Uh, my, week, my week has been good. It's been busy. We did um, <laughs> get a new client in. I know you mm-hmm. mentioned this yesterday in the group videos um, or in the group uh, Facebook page that we have. Um, amazing. Um, it's just this far into lockdown, it is just uh, uplifting to see people wanting and, and applications coming through um, for, for, for to, to kind of inquire about what we do and stuff, which is also massive to see and really, really nice. Um, so, yeah, that was the, I think that was probably the highlight of the week for me, um, other than obviously our Netflix shows and our training and other than that. But that was that was brilliant.
0: Well, tell me, how are those? Uh, aggravating adductors of yours it's
1: not better but not worse than than the previous week which is which is a plus I think as long as I'm not going backwards again I'm happy um less pain this week than I did last week but but I definitely know better I think um so yeah I did book in a physio appointment for Monday so I am going on Monday to just have another assessment and just almost to make sure i'm doing the right things and going in the right direction um and then as i said to you last week just hoping if if i need um another or different plan or a change of plan um that i can that i can do that on monday and and get the ball rolling on that but uh yeah so it's all right i suppose (laughs)
0: like a change of plan what plan what are you doing wrong in the current plan do you think or what are you what are you missing
1: Well, I don't know. That's that's the reason I'm going back. So I'm like, I I'm only an expert in certain areas. I'm outsourcing to someone that knows more in the area of this to 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 guide me along my way. So I was I'm on a when I when I mean plan, I have a certain set of exercises that I need to do x amount of times per week, um, and like just keep ticking those boxes to to hopefully uh, get get recovered basically, and we initially didn't think or we put a timeline on the recovery basically ish and we're kind of exceeding that timeline by quite a bit now so obviously what we're doing or what I'm doing isn't as effective as we thought it would be so that's why I'm just going for another reassessment to see if it's either I'm doing something wrong or maybe there's something along the plan that could be improved basically.
0: And we as the, the physio you've had through yes. this period, yes. right? yeah. So yeah. they're scratching their head along with you.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, and like it's not. It's I, I don't think it's a very very complex case. So I'm hoping just in a small tweak here or there could could really get the ball rolling again.
0: Hopefully, I, su- I suppose that uh, to further the glasses half full. If you're you're probably thinking, Jesus, thank God I'm not a professional sportsman because I'd be long retired at this stage. <laughs> Yeah, man, imagine that! Like
1: getting an injury and coming back. I only read a thing about an injury actually. Um, from what's his name? Is it a Casey something? Performance? Um, the Instagram fella Eric, big into GAA. Oh,
0: Stephen. Uh, Stephen? Steven, Steven. Steven, yeah, yeah, but yeah. um,
1: did he say he put up an article something like um, people with ACL tears returning? I suppose before nine months post injury you put yourself at a much higher risk for re-injury and that goes for everybody like athletes and general population whatever but going into exercise too quick or I suppose top level exercise too quick um, really postpones your um, recovery but also increases your likelihood of re-injuring the same injury again so mad maybe I did that maybe I went back too soon to squatting and maybe I re-injured myself and I took a step back on that.
0: Yeah and it's it's such a tough pill to swallow when you get the the timelines of recovery because you you usually think oh the doctor or the physio or the surgeon they're being conservative and uh, you know nine mo- they, they almost say a season and um, because that's usually that'll take into account a preseason mm. before they start back rather than or if I could get back for the end of the season, you know, the semi-final, the final, when the pressure is on emotionally and physically, and mm. that's where I'll redo it. Um, and then you might hear like, oh, Brian O'Driscoll was back after four months, you know, so it can mm. be done. And yeah. it's like, oh no, don't, don't go down that route. Take, take the season yeah. and just go from there because that is it. The, the biggest predicator of an injury is a previous injury in that area. So, the the scratch becomes a twitch the twitch becomes a niggle the niggle becomes a tear the tear becomes a pull and the pull becomes I forget what life was like without my leg <laughs> yeah you had a great um you had a great sort of
1: a story for me about strength and conditioning coaches and where their value is was and you said you met a really high level coach over in like Edinburgh or something do you remember that story
0: so it was cardiff mm-hmm. and he was head lecturer in the, the snc course the snc mm-hmm. masters and um, and he had been the former uh, director or chairman of the uk sca so the professional uh, governing body of strength and conditioning in, in europe more or less i know the mm-hmm. nsa nsa that's the security the nsca the american equivalent is, is a bit more prevalent now yeah i know i haven't been in that world for a while he said to us and he had worked in the Olympic center there in Cardiff, the indoor center and had worked with professional teams. He said, look, uh, folks, because there was one, I think there was one girl in our class. Um, you, if you want to be a successful SNC coach, working with pros at a high level, three things is all you need to know and all you need to do. I'm sorry. He even said that. Uh, yeah. So actually I shared that at the end. He said, don't hurt them as in you coaching your your members your clients your your team members your athletes don't hurt them don't make them worse try and make them better and if you can achieve the first two you you'd probably be successful mm-hmm. and that was yeah. that was a bit scary that more often than not the snc's influence on the team would be negative especially Especially at the amateur level, where it's still quite a bit guts and glory, blood on the saddle, pain. Pain is is character building, <laughs> mm. or exercises punishment, mm. and not just like internal punishment. If I hate my body, so I'm just going to flog it. But you guys lost last weekend; you were a disgrace we're going to run you into the ground. Off you go and do laps of pitch two. (laughs) We had modules on ethics of coaching and case studies in particular uh, would have come from doctors, sports doctors, and how they would have had to navigate the coach's absolute desire to get the player on the pitch, the player's absolute desire to get on the pitch, and the doctor with the physio possibly and the SNC's duty of care to not make, not hurt them, not make them worse, try and make them better. Rarely would they all align, you know, and you, like even one of the best case studies, for, like a hilarious story, but a frightening story. It was the blood gate with the Harlequins rugby team. Do you remember that when they, the, I think the doctor came on and gave the blood capsule to, um, was it Nick Evans? And he bit it to get tick to get, or was it some player got taken off so they could get another player on to take a kick to try and beat Leinster? Unfortunately. I don't remember that at all. And Leinster won the game and went on to win the Heineken Cup at the time. And um, yeah, check that out, Harlequin's rugby like 20, 2011 maybe. Um, okay. basically, yeah, that they they faked the blood injury. The doctor was like involved. The doctor got struck off. I think the coach got fired. And um, funny enough, the player's still there, Nick Evans, but it was is he the guy who came on? But anyway, it's, it's a frightening story of just ethics going clean out the window. Jesus. To, uh, and that's, that's the professional world. Things should be easier in the, the <laughs> social lifting world. Mm. Um, and that, like, that would show you if you are not recovering from this injury, when you've kind of like essentially all the time in the world to recover, mm-hmm. no real deadline, no, no real date. And um, it must be some sort of a niggle that... And uh, you're probably just helping it not get worse, yeah. Really, how about getting let's get it better? <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. I, I believe in you, and if not, sure, you'll be every young lad's dream just to upper body <laughs> forever. Yeah, <laughs> just, um, legs are out of the question. How bad? Yeah, it? yeah, it's not
1: too bad. Things could be worse, absolutely. I'm still able to train, so I'm so happy out.
0: Well, this, this topic or this train of thought leads me into a bit of a question that mm-hmm. did have during the week from a client and I'll get your thoughts on it so and I was trying to think of the best way to ask it and I think this sums it up if I can't train hard what's the point of training is that the question invisible question again?
1: yeah um yeah that's geez that's that's a it's a good question i suppose like I, you could even co- bring it back to me like i can't train what i want to train so what's the bloody point in training and i think i made a video on this um a good few weeks ago um in the group and it was like there will always be a point to training if you think about it like people will start their journey and you often ask people to try and remember their why and that is more to do with kind of like motivation and, and trying to stay consistent. But when that goes out the window and, and you relapse, sometimes you have to try and find a different way. So, again, we'll take a step back. Like, if someone was to get into training, obviously it's not the greatest reason to get into training, but we'll say weight loss is a goal for someone, right? and they're they're doing their stuff and 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 they're going along their journey and everything is going well and then they just hit a wall and they and they don't want to do it anymore and they're saying well like look at all the other benefits to training like improving your overall health fighting off things like chronic disease improving your strength as you age you're fighting off things like sarcopenia and diapenia Uh, as you get older, again, you're fighting off, you're improving things like balance and strength to reduce your risk of injury from fall. Um, And not only that, but just to even things like your mental health. Again, like I am training now, obviously because of recovery, but also because I love it, but also because it's an escape for me. I use it as a time to de-stress. The training itself for anybody doesn't necessarily always need to be hard. Obviously it depends on your goal. If you're if you're looking for things like muscle hypertrophy and strength gain, there does need to be a relative intensity to it. You do, t- you do need to go through the the, the the strength principles of specificity and progressive overload and, and all that kind of stuff. But at times you're just not going to be able to perform to your best ability, whatever's going on in the world. You might have a lot of things going on. You might have kids that are keeping you awake at night and you could be under a tremendous amount of stress. So Those times, you could say, like, Jesus, what's the point? But I guarantee you, you will get some form of benefit out of just doing something. And I remember James Smith once said um, that he has this policy of, I'm just going to go and do four sets. No matter the day, however I'm feeling, even though I don't want to work out, he says, I'll just go do four sets. I'll see how those four sets go. If they feel miserable, if it's just not in me today, then I go away. At least I've done four sets. But if I feel like I want to do a little bit more, I'll do a little bit more. And before you know it, then you've got a full training session. And with that, I would say sometimes those sessions that you don't want to do often turn out to be the best ones you've done. And the opposite is when you've got busting with energy and you're feeling good and you go into your session, almost like your expectations were too high and you fall short of that. And you're just like, oh, that wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Um, but you'll always be glad you've done it. But I suppose I'm kind of going on a long winded answer to that. But I would say there will always be a reason to train. Um, you don't necessarily need to go for the high intensity stuff. Sometimes you just need to go in and just move around a little bit just to feel a little bit better. Um and yeah, what, what would you say to that? I know you definitely have a, a point to put in there.
0: Yeah, your summary was, was bang on. Minimal to add the wording of I think how you talk to yourself mm. about your training, your exercising, your movement is important because if you always say it has to be my best to get the best, you will only benefit from that intermittently more often than not you'll hurt yourself and you you're not i suppose most people don't need to know about periodization and blocks and mesocycles and mm. loads and ramp ups and rp mm. that's they come to us to get that help and when someone's training once or twice a week they kind of can go hard all the time Mm -hmm. to a degree. You know, there would be an accumulated level of, of fatigue off that volume. And eventually if in order to progress, you've used up intensity, volume and frequency need to be brought in to Mm. drive any adaption. But again, once someone's been lifting for a year, they've more or less got all they're going to get. And that's, that's a harsh, another harsh pill to swallow. Mm. And I, I liked some of the analogies again, possibly gotten from the SNC world that if, if you want to train hard, you have to recover harder. Yes. And that if, if your mindset to training is just chained to go harder, go home, well then, okay. Well then you're, you're going to say it to yourself, Oh my god, I'm gonna lie down on this floor and I'm gonna hit this diaphragmatic breathing like I've never seen. Wait, I just fill those lungs. Oh, that diaphragm's gonna get it today. Yeah. And apply that level of just snap, crackle, and pop to sleep. To be like, I'm gonna take a week off from the gym and oh my days am i gonna jazz and jazz and jazz and monday week when i go back into that gym it's gonna be like how are we now and mm-hmm. babies so i think people forget that training as part of a let's say complete wellness package excludes the excuse the woo is only one small part of let's say feeling good in oneself you almost have to read hard you know if it's like you if you find you take a load off when you read a book well don't forget to to do that as well as your training as well as your nutrition uh, as well as your sleeping and uh, it's funny that even that that let's say cyclical approach block approach and is applied to nutrition as well Mm -hmm. that i remember when i was doing my bodybuilding things that i would lower my calories by let's say 10% of my maintenance for three weeks and then for one week I'd bring it back up to maintenance and I might do that for two to three months and then I might do a month of maintenance or I might do a month of adding 10% to my calories so Mm. that in order to lose weight long term there was periods of losing maintaining and gaining weight in that overall weight Mm -hmm. loss plan and that's hard to get your head around sometimes. That there are there are times in any kind of a training program that you will you will go hard, you will go easy, but you can go hard at going easy if if you want, you know. And it was way more mentally tough when we would do, let's say, applying it to the training program that. And we did a similar, maybe a four-in-one, let's say, four weeks of of a kind of a block of training and then one week of an easy block. So that, let's say, the first week would be, the hardness of the week would be five out of 10. Mm -hmm. Week six, seven, eight, nine, and then back to five, maybe even four. You might think, oh, that nine out of 10 week, that's the hard week. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. Sometimes that four out of 10 week after that was the hardest because you're jazzed, you're ready to go. Yeah. But it would stave off injury, it would reduce injury, but it would also apply to the principles of physiology of supercompensation and being natural beings without any pharmacological aids where we go mm. to the moon and back and there be no panic. But no. Do not have any Russian uh, scientists on board, so we can't do that. So look, that's my two cents on it you can't go hard with the exercise all the time, but you can mm-hmm. go hard with all your parts that make your wellness uh, package. And that includes going easy, but it's it's doable. Go hard with your going easy. Mm-hmm. And go hard with your going hard a bit better down the line. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the perception
1: of the industry and the perception from the person. Do you know, if you believe that you're only going to get gains from hard intensity exercise, maybe you only will. But if you do believe um, it's almost like that placebo of you know it doesn't need to be hard all the time. If you do fully believe that, you probably will get very, very benef- a, a lot of benefits from that. And that applies to things something like sleep. You know, like obviously sleep is highly, highly important. But sometimes, and, and you know, the recommendations of like seven and a half, eight hours is is there for a reason. But they have studied about like that placebo of if you worry too much about getting your sleep, even though you've got your good sleep, that could almost have like a negative effect. Um, as well so placebo is a real thing as well so yeah perception is the is the big one there i think from that
0: yeah absolutely and it's which is nice if it's a mindset fix you know that can take a while but it also can just be a switch Mm. Ah, okay right Mm. absolutely (laughs) it doesn't ideally it doesn't take a potentially life altering injury for you to go okay right take me Mm. well in the gym sometimes but interesting yeah yeah once I'm off the crutches now, yeah, we'll we get on that, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Come here, I am conscious of the time, and there's, th- there's still two things that I want to cover. Last week, we actually missed out I'm on it.
0: Guess. Are you going to say the joke?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: mind red. Mind read.
1: Yes. So what one very quick Netflix, Netflix recommendation from you, sir.
0: Well, I reckon most people will already have this one, but seeing as I only started watching it during the week, WandaVision very oh, yeah good. it's I've, weird it's funky weird like but it's,
1: it's it is I, I only started watching it. i think what I, I started watching it but I, I gave up after like three episodes i must get back on it again um but yeah <laughs> no it's it's good i watched the movie guys during the week um uh gee fatal i think it was called new enough movie on 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 um, netflix uh interesting very strange kind of a thriller-esque murder-esque but good highly recommend it Fatal or G fatal, did you say? <laughs> no, I thought I started with a G. I I was like, no, it's an F, it's fatal. <laughs> so it's fatal.
0: Wow. So people could have been searching for G
1: fatal. G fatal, yeah. <laughs> Foo, food, get me Apologies. Out. Amateur mistake. Yeah. So let's get the most important bit done. So before we wrap up the joke, and by right, I should ask you for two because we missed last week.
0: I do have two because I gave, oh yeah, I do have two actually. All right, so number one. Why are cows so fit? Hmm, I don't know. Because they never stop moving. That's applicable to the
1: gym there. Now I like that.
0: <laughs> now I'm good one now. Um, and my other one now, I made this one up last, last night. My oh, friend. Jesus. And here we go. Um, Oh, yeah D- did you hear about the famous artist who can't stop drawing red traffic lights?
1: No, nope.
0: they're they're calling him Vincent Van Stop. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, That actually is a bad. <laughs> <laughs> like... You know, my people. That's an original. So, just, uh... I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I like that. Though, Jesus, it's gonna be hard
1: to follow that. Jesus. <laughs> good man. Right. They've got one short, well, they're both short, but one very short one. A dyslexic man walks into a bra. Right. That's the joke. A uh, dyslexic man walks into the bra, not bar. Dyslexic. Yeah. <laughs> no, no,
0: I liked it even more when you explained, this. <laughs> you explained it.
1: <laughs> right. I had to write this one down because I couldn't re- I couldn't keep it in my brain when I when I saw it. Okay. Uh, i went to the i went to the doctor the other day i asked if he had anything for wind he gave
0: me a kite <laughs> oh, oh, God. just on that hold on uh, <laughs> uh, uh, santa went into the doctor and he said doctor i've uh i've a mince pie up my bum have you can you help me he goes uh, doctor says i have some cream for that all right <laughs>
1: Oh, no, no, we better stop. We better stop and get carried away, right? Um,
0: we peaked we peak there. We better go.
1: there's <laughs> yeah. only down here from, from here, folks. Okay. Guys, yeah, thank you. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? No. Yeah,
0: thanks for listening. Share, like, enjoy. Throw yeah. your phone out the window if you need to. Guys,
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for listening. Again, keep the recommendations coming through. Those questions are good as well. Um, I have gotten a couple of recommendations from clients that they want to hear us talk about, so we might bring them up um, in the next couple of weeks. Um, thank you. Check us out uh, on Facebook and Instagram and all that uh, and email us if you've got any questions. Um, Thank you very much and have a lovely weekend.